Hello, everyone. This is Coach V, and you are listening to the Coaching Basketball Basics Podcast, where we talk about everything from practice planning to coaching strategies. This podcast is for the average person that wants to or is inspired to become a youth or high school basketball coach and doesn't know where to start. Well, it starts by tuning in here. Hello, everyone. This is Coach Thomas Valenzuela, also known as Coach V. Thank you for joining us here today. So a little introduction, uh, coaching career started back in 2012, 2013, where I was coaching uh, rec leagues here locally, uh, age ranges from 8 to 16. Then in 2018, the local high school girls basketball program uh, hired me to take over the JV head coaching position where I currently am at now. Uh, first season, we went 18-0. and 0. Second season, 16-2. Looking forward to this upcoming summer season and the regular season right after that. Um, so today's topic is uh, going to be practice planning and what we should do uh, to get prepared for that first practice. So topic today is practice planning, um, what to do or how to do uh, practice planning. So practice planning, um, it varies on when to start, uh, depending on what leagues or what age level you are uh, coaching at. If you are coaching at a high school level, like for myself, I I start practice planning about a month, month and a half um, before we start getting into the summer season or, or uh, fall season or even into the regular season. Um, that, that for me starts about a month, month and a half ahead of time. Uh, I really start breaking down strengths and weaknesses of players that are coming up, coming in um, and try to put something together that not only develops the the skills of the players, but it gets us to uh, achieve those um, regular season or summer season goals. If um, you are going into a youth league, um, I would suggest maybe a week in advance, maybe a couple of days in advance, just some time to where you can look up analyze and understand some drills that uh, that you'll be uh, doing at these practices. Um, the last thing you want to do is come into a practice. Even if you have tons of experience and you've, you know, you've been around the block a couple of times, the last thing that you want to do is go into a practice unprepared and, and winging it because you'll find yourself um, First off, the, the practice will be chaos. It will be unstructured, but you'll find yourself wasting a lot of time. And the biggest thing with, you know, if you're coaching rec leagues is time management or for, for coaching any at any level, any division it is time management and being able to accomplish, you know, the most that you can to help you know, develop the players in that uh, allotted amount of time. So um, 
first thing to do is just to make sure you have a plan, whether you write it down, print out a template from, from uh, something you've seen on the internet. Um, I use Excel personally. Uh, I go through there, label all my stuff. I might even have like a, uh, um, a little definition of, of what that drill entails. Um, just so if I forget, you know, I can read that definition and, you know, we're off to the races. Um, there's no right or wrong way there. Just make sure that you have a, a practice plan written down. Uh, second thing, when you get that template or you're using the Excel spreadsheet or something, structure that practice plan around the gym time that is given. So at the high school level, it's usually, you know, around two hours um, of practice. If you're in a, a youth league, you might get one hour twice a week. So you want to be able to accomplish as much as possible in that one hour allotted. So make sure that you structure that practice plan accordingly, um, breaking down from drill to drill to drill, how much time that you're going to be giving to each drill and, and so forth and so on. Um, third thing there, let's make sure that players are staying properly hydrated. Um, make sure you get a couple water breaks in there and at a time limit for me personally, anytime we do water breaks, it's usually at a one minute you know, one minute and 30 second, you know, interval, we, we allow the players to go get their water and then they're back on the line, ready to go. Um, that type of structure is, is really going to, um, help you exceed, especially towards mid season, end of the season. So, but, uh, the, the most important thing there is just make sure that you have a couple of water breaks in there for the players. Uh, next one, drills. Uh, there is no right or wrong drill. Me personally, if I'm going into a rec league, I'm starting off with a lot of dribbling drills. Um, and, and even now at, at a high school level, I do a lot, a lot of dribbling drills. I want to be able to have five people that can bring that ball up the floor at any point in time. Um, a lot of coaches will, will harp on, you know, well, we got to do defense. We got to be good at defense or we got to be, you know, good shooters. We got to be good shooters and they'll do a lot of shooting drills. But one thing that, that, um, that I've realized throughout the years is, yeah, we can do a lot of good shooting drills and we can have a lot of great shooters, but if you cannot bring the ball up the floor, all those shooting drills and are, are pointless. So um, that's one thing that I do is I really, really focus on, you know, the development of, of guards and, and getting, you know, everybody from a guard to a forward, even to a center to be able to be comfortable enough bringing that basketball up the floor. So that's just something that I do. And if I was going into a rec league, that's what I would do is uh, focus a lot on dribble and drills. Um, but any drill will do as long as you have something with an allotted time and we're getting a, a little workout for the players, 
that is gonna, you know, it's gonna be phenomenal. So just make sure that um, you understand the drill, don't overcomplicate it. And at the end of the day, you know, if say we're going in a rec league, we make it pretty basic. You're gonna create a feel of how the players are responding to that particular practice plan or those particular drills. So we're gonna be able to gauge whether we can go a little bit more intense, if we need to, we need to dial it down a little bit. We waste a little bit too much time. Um, the one thing I will say when we're doing, when you're picking out any kind of drills, is don't overcomplicate it. Keep it as simple as possible, and and worry about getting in reps. You know, if the kids aren't doing it 100% correctly right away, then let them go through a couple times, get some reps, and then correct them. You know, make a make a little correction. But do not stop the drill for long periods of time um, because you'll find yourself talking and talking and talking. And the more that you're talking means that the less reps the players are getting. So make sure that if you do stop drills to make corrections that we are uh, making them as fast as we can and making them just really small and minute so these players can, uh, you know, continue to keep getting reps. Um, you know, when you're putting these practice plans together, you know, have some fun with it. There's different ways to structure these plans. There's no right or wrong way. Um, you know, just do what's best for you. And realistically, the players the, are going to kind of help you gauge that. Um, the, by the way that they respond to a lot of this stuff. Um, so have fun with it. Don't overcomplicate it. Keep, keep it as simple as possible and keep them timed to that. So that way you can accomplish whatever it is that you are, are going for for that particular practice and you're able to accomplish that. Um, but do allow a little bit of time uh, for the learning process or a little time for the, the drills bleeding over into the other drills. Allow a little wiggle room in there. Don't be so strict of, okay, we're doing shell drill for approximately 10 minutes. It might take you, you know, five minutes to explain a proper positioning for the shell drill. So, if you're doing it for 10 minutes, well, you just lost five. So, you know, be able to have a little wiggle room in there. Don't be uh, so strict to the schedule, but stay strict to the schedule, um, if you know what I mean. And the last thing I have for you is at any point in time, if you're doing a drill and it's just not going the way that you're wanting it to go, um, it's kind of looking like a disaster out there and and coaches that have been out there uh, before know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, just grab that drill and just throw it away, you know, throw it on the shelf for a while. Um, call a water bake, look at your practice plan and then and then go to the next thing um, or go to something uh, a little bit more basic and uh, just reintroduce that drill again in a couple of weeks or so. And then at that point, if it's not still not going the way that you want, then 
can that thing and then and then move on. But don't don't uh, sit there and continue to to waste energy and time into something that is not working. Grab it, throw it on the shelf for a little while, uh, and then move on. And that wraps up today's podcast. Like, share, and comment below. Hope everybody has a wonderful day. See you next time.